Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Darren Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters and Masters Tour Caster, Dragon Rider. And of course, as always, Major Death. So, welcome back. It seems like we're... We're, it seems like we're all on the same page this week. <laughs> so, should, <laughs> is that is that a good thing? I mean, I mean not. <laughs> it's not, not in this case. Not not the best, but we're we're in sync, so that you know that's something yes. that counts for something. There you go. There yeah. you go. All right. So except wanna... for except for I I have to call you out, Daring. I'm sorry. <sighs> we got the the news today, which we're gonna get to, and then. Daring has the audacity to post in the chat between the three of us. Yay, we did it. Yay, we did it. No. Yay, Lions. <laughs> Yay. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. <laughs> so, the Alliance won, guys. Congratulations. <laughs> We did it. Uh, we we picked the right side. <laughs> history history will be come out on our side. We we did it together. I, well, the the problem is we didn't know that you were going to have some ringers on your side and I'm looking at you Ben Hearthstone if you're listening. He was he single-handedly like completed the the honor quest chain like four and a half times in the in the, in the month that that's been available. So, uh we I don't know that we had anybody on the uh, on the horde side that was doing anything like that. So, I mean, the ben, what can I say? Ben Hearthstone has good taste. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing, of course. Uh, I'm just glad the alliance won. Um, day one alliance. So. You you can do your victory lap once we get to the news. Let's talk about okay. last week's yes. poll question here first. We asked you, uh, because of the announcement that Hearthstone Esports was allowing Maestro of the Masquerade to be played during qualifiers, we asked you, are you glad to see that Maestro of the Masquerade will be played in qualifiers? We had 14 votes. Thank you to all of you that voted. And with a resounding 85.7%, you said yes, you are glad to see that Maestro of the Masquerade was available to you in qualifiers. Just 7.1% said no, and, and and another 7.1% said you weren't sure. So, um, looks like there's some Maester fans that wanted to that wanted to use use that card during qualifier and qualifiers. So uh, they got to do that. So that I, is that is last week's poll question. I think I saw a wicked good post two stats that that deck was the most banned and still had the highest victory rate um so pretty sure if you were playing in the qualifiers (laughs) you might not have been too happy to see that deck so (laughs) although i'm sure we'll talk about during our main topic but if there weren't maestro rogues in tournaments you imagine how many people would be bringing the weapon poison rogues instead and i don't know how many people would be happy about that so yeah <laughs> we'll see yeah we'll talk Maybe about some rogue okay. in the main topic oh yeah <laughs> all right so let's move on to the news 
Alliance wins the battleground for Outer Crowley event. Woo! We did it, guys. We did it. We got there. The road was tough and long, but we got there. We won. Oh, okay. You know, I I will I will say, even though I am bummed because I wanted Horde to win, that is the most excited I have ever heard you when reading a news piece, and that makes me happy. <laughs> yes. Uh, like I, I said, I, I am agree. I am one hundred percent lines through and through. So that is uh, it's it's good news for me. <laughs> it's just fun. Like I, I I'm having a good time with it. Like I would have been I would have been a good sport about the horde winning. So, uh, but they didn't. We won! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, okay, let's move on. <laughs> you can say you'd be a good sport since you won. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you, you know, there's no... It's easy to, it's yeah, exactly. easy to say you're going to be a good sport when you win. It's, it's... All right, so Nicholas Deck Techwise said uh, via Twitter there will be a longer post, uh, blog post with more detailed stats in the next week or so. So you get to see Ben Hearthstone up there at number one with like three billion honor on his own. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so, <clears throat> so we got hot fixes of Maestra of the Masquerade bug and other exploits. The hot fix addressed the following: fixed a bug that caused Maestra to, to not turn into another class if you did not have a favorite hero skin. Uh, for that class, resulting in the rogue being disguised as a rogue. So that's that's a bit of an issue. Yeah, if you're, <laughs> if you're playing that deck uh, with with the intent on reducing the cost of like gnolls and playing double agents and things like that. So it's a it's good it's good that that's uh, that that you don't have to do the workaround of making sure you have a favorite favorited hero skin for all the classes which was the workaround now even if you don't you shouldn't you shouldn't start out as rogue uh if you're playing a maestro deck so it fixes timing so that a shadow crafter scabs that gets a koldara drake can no longer skip the enemy turn repeatedly using their hero power what who figured this out and why (laughs) like how did you? Uh, I'm. Ooh, that's a. <laughs> that's a random. That's a random one. I mean, that seems really good in Rogue if you get to Koldara Drake and you just get to, like, my hand is free now because I just get to keep using my hero power. Mm-hmm. So. Ah, well, that's an interesting one. I did not know about that one before I read that earlier. Um, Close is an exploit that players uh, with hacked accounts were using to cheat in Mercenaries PvP. Good thing. And it fixes a bug that allowed players to get uncraftable golden cards from various random drops. Compensation for players who receive these unintended uncraftable cards will be provided at a later time. So we have Frost Wolf Thrall. And Emerald Malfurion are available for purchase in the shop. Each was originally as part of a Book of Heroes bundle for each class. Portrait is available for $6.99 USD or 1000 gold. 
And then we have Ixar's Twitter questions and answers number thirty-seven. I gotta get gotta get ready for this one. Yeah, Dean the Co- first one specifically. You're yeah. gonna t- take a drink or you know. Yeah, Dean covered the core sets, uh, cards, and a developer podcast among other topics. I don't think my water is full. So all right. Oh no. Oh no. Regarding card cost, example was costing death rattles. We don't have uh, we don't have equations to help balance cards. Our balance decisions come almost entirely from playtesting or historical knowledge. High power level almost always comes from synergies with other cards rather than raw individual power. Anyway, that said. There have been times where we've looked back and asked ourselves if we attributed enough cost to X thing. The most recent conversation I remember about this was Discover. And if we didn't account for enough costs for uh, attack health penalty for a card having Discover on it, the result, uh, the result of our decision led to more Discover cards than we wanted seeing play. So that's a interesting insight. Very, very interesting regarding because they were asking, they were, they were asking about how, how they cost cards and if there was some sort of like formula that they used and why is something like Savannah high main that's a six mana six, five gives you two, two twos as a death rattle versus sludge belcher. That was, not as big a minion for five mana, three five, and only gave you a one two as a as a um, as a death rattle, and so that was an interesting discussion, and 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 it pairs into the the discussion about discover. We were, I, I think, I think there was for a large part of the community a, a little bit of discover fatigue there. Uh, you know, when when control priest uh, was at its at its heyday there with uh yeah where it was discovering things um almost every turn it felt like but but priest wasn't the only class there were there was discover across the entire uh across all the classes and so yeah if you don't if you have this mechanic and it's and it's a really powerful mechanic and if you don't account for how powerful that is by attributing a mana cost, an attack, or health penalty to those cards, then people are going to play it because those are going to end up being the most powerful cards you're going to you're you're going to have to play, and so that's why all those cards got to be to seeing so much play, and and what led to you know there being I think uh, a bit of an excess of discover uh, for for a period of time there. I mean, I think the other thing that helped with the excess of discover was the removal of the ability to discover what you cast yeah. or play. Chaining, yeah. chaining discovers where you're getting the same renew into renew yeah, into exactly. renew into renew kind of thing. Renew yeah. being probably the most egregious of one as a one mana spell, or like uh, if we remember back. Uh, who was it? The was it Alex Straza? The the uh, yes, the it was the the Highlander Alex Straza. Yeah, yeah. 
that gave you two dragons for zero cost, and then yeah. you get an Alexstrasza that gave you two dragons for zero cost, and it was just like, okay. This, this sucks. The, we, as as the opponent, this sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, let us continue. Uh, regarding disruption cards, I think designing disruption cards is rather easy. We put, we can put, uh, excuse me, we can design more good individual disruption cards than would be a good idea to actually put in the game. Regarding the core set, big changes, but I wouldn't expect it to drastically alter the way the game is played. The goal of the core set is partially to have interesting cards to choose from, but it's also to be the baseline set of cards to help introduce new players to the standard experience. So I'd expect there to be some more powerful cards that players include in decks, but I'd also expect uh, there to be many very simple and sometimes low power cards that are meant to teach and eventually uh, be replaced. Yeah, so that was specifically in reference to when we have the rotation and the next version of the core set this spring uh with the next with the next expansion so there's going to be changes we they talked about it being rotating and so that the the core set that we have now is not the core set we're going to have next year there's going to there there's going to be a subset of cards that are going to be the same but there's also going to be a subset of cards that are going to be different and and that should be that should be an expectation and they're not supposed to be you know kind of the you lean heavily on these cards though they're you're going to you're going to lean on them a little heavier during a four set meta versus a six set meta but these are kind of the cards that they expect that they will be the cards that you're going to replace when new, more exciting cards from, from future expansions come in. I have to wonder, do you ever think, and I don't know if anyone's asked him, uh, Dean, this, but do you think that they would ever bring back something they sent to the Hall of Fame? Like, I, I think they would. I think they would. It would. It would... It would obviously depend on what what it is, but like, uh, you know, I don't think we're going to be seeing like Gen and Baku coming back. I would agree. Yeah, I, I would agree. Those cards and, are never and those, coming out. And those cards, but I don't think I I honestly believe, and I it's not going to happen this next this next core set. But I I firmly believe that Leroy Jenkins will be in the core set at some point. I think he's just, and and you could say the same for for Azure Drake. I think you could say the same for D, uh, Divine Favor. I, I think you could. I I could easily see some of those cards that are not that are powerful, but not ridiculously powerful, um, or not kind of completely sort of meta defining like the like the Genembakus. I could see those cards coming into standard. By the way, the reason we're not going to see Leroy Jenkins next year is because Mr. Smite is still going to be in standard for another year. <laughs> and I do not think those two cards will ever <laughs> be in standard at the same time. So the card I was thinking of was MCT. Do you ever think MCT will make its its way back in? 
I feel like the Ambeta might be that more one, interesting. That, one, with... that one's more. That one's more difficult for me to see because I think the reason it was moved to the Hall of Fame is because it feels bad to have it happen to you, right? And so it's a gameplay thing. It's not a power level thing. I think something like Azure Drake is was a powerful card, but now kind of pales in comparison power level wise to things that they're printing in expansions now. So putting Azure Drake in the core set it's fine because it, it might not even see play even if it is in the core set or may not see play for the entire standard year. But but something like Mind Control Tech is going to feel bad no matter how it how it gets used. And so I, I feel like I feel like that card is a card that might might not ever make it into the core set. That's fair. Yeah. That's kind of what's go ahead, John. Oh, I was gonna say talking about the core set is really interesting too, because you know, you guys are talking about very specific cards, and I just want to reiterate for uh, the audience as well, is that unless they've really changed this, I remember Alec Dawson saying, uh, when this was kind of becoming a thing and really talking about it, that they're only going to be replacing like 25 to 30% of the core set each year when it, when it changes. And that right. that's not to say it's going to be like, you know, okay, the first the first year that they replace, they'll replace, like, a third. And then the second year, they'll replace a completely different third. And then the third year, they'll complace, you know, replace the third, the final third. No, right. there's probably going to be some overlap. You know, maybe it'll be in for one year, and then the next year, that'll be out, and then something else will be in that place. So it's, it's probably a bit of a smaller chunk of the core set that will change compared to what I think a lot of people kind of expect it's not like it's going to be like some grand huge thing it was just the first one when it came into being right um but there are very specific cards like what you guys are talking about that could make a big impact but i like what you said mage about just keep in mind that like yeah those cards you'll probably see more of them when the first rotation happens the first expansion drops because there's only going to be four expansions you know so there's going to be less cards. So you're probably going to rely a little bit more on some of those core set cards rather than you would at like this time of the year. Yeah. I, I, and it's some of those, some of those cards I think are kind of form the basis of this is, this is what we feel like needs to be there for players that are new in order to just even be able to build a deck kind of thing. And so there's going to be yeah. certain class cards. There's going to be certain, certain neutral cards like no, novice engineer or something. You know, two mana, one, one draws a card. That thing's probably going to be in core set more often than it's not going to be in the core set. I think that's just one of those cards that I think isn't going to be one of those ones that rotates. But it, it's one of those things where something like, say, Frostbolt, which was, uh, you know, a staple mage card that spent last year not in the core set, that could come in and maybe Fireball gets removed. And so the, then there's more of an ice-centric, uh, you know, spell package for, for mage for a year. And then maybe next year, then maybe it switches back again. And so, so they... I. I if you're expecting an entire 190 card difference, there's that's not that's what not what's going to be happening. But I I do think there are cards that aren't in the core set this year that are 
were in the Hall of Fame, different things like that, that are going to be in this next core set. And I, and, and I, I don't think the fact that something got put in the Hall of Fame means it's completely off limits from being in the core set. It's just, why did it get put in the core set? And if the reason it was put in the core set is a feels bad sort of reason, I think they're going to be a lot less willing to do that than say just a power level reason, because I think you can, you, you know, based on how you're designing cards, you can determine just how powerful that card's going to be with the cards that are available around it. Yeah. Very interesting discussion. Can't wait to see that. Um, so then we have regarding difficult design decisions. Most dif- uh, most difficult might have been whether to make Demon Hunter temporary or permanent. I don't think people realize how close we were to Demon Hunter being a class for a year then rotating out. Not sure if we made the right decision. The smartest designers I've <laughs> I-, I ever known won temporary. That's a <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know that's a that's a wow moment. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's just like, ha, huh, you don't say. <laughs> um, but I mean, look what, at Demon what Hunter. What would th- what would things what would things be like if <laughs> suddenly like they decided to rotate a class? I I I can't even th- that just seems crazy to me or or like you i feel like demon hunter is just kind of ingrained in the game now and and to suddenly think about the idea that they it might not have been here that seemed that seems wild to me yeah it's pretty crazy to think of hearthstone without uh demon hunter now okay yeah that was the that was the most um surprising i guess would be the word that was the most surprising one to me i i saw that uh actually on twitter like before we started our our discussion of our notes and stuff and i was like what it was just and and to think that we didn't know about that either until this it's like i didn't even think about that as a possibility like i didn't even think that something like that was on the table let alone yeah, that you know, exactly. there, were, there were people that were really advocating for it to only be a temporary thing, uh, which is really interesting. I I do agree. I think at this point, it's I, I think the game is good with Demon Hunter in the game. Like it would be really weird, I think, going back to like only having the nine classes and not having Demon Hunter. It's been like, huh. But I'm curious now, like looking back after hearing that, if that was a reason, another reason why they also um, went so heavy in with the Demon Hunter at the beginning, right? It was like, obviously it was the new thing, but if it was a, a p- potentially only going to be around for a year, maybe they did want to make it more powerful. And then they obviously had to go back and they were like, well, nerf, nerf city <laughs> for a little <laughs> while there. But uh, that's just, that's really interesting. It kind of makes me wonder about, a lot of things that they've implemented in the game, like were these meant to be temporary? Were they meant to be permanent? And now I'm like rethinking a lot of the, the aspects and different things that they've added into the game. It's really (laughs) go ahead, mage. Sorry. I was going to say, doesn't it kind of hearing and thinking about this? Doesn't it kind of now 
going forward, I feel like I'm going to start considering that as a possibility for like lots of things. Like how, how do you, how do you like put that back in the box, so to speak, where it's like, what would happen if like whatever new X thing is, what, what if they decided this isn't a permanent thing? It's just, it's going to be for this cat for this uh, hearthstone year. And then, and then it, and then it rotates or something that would be. So I, I'm probably going to be thinking about that with a lot of new things that get, that get introduced going forward. Um, so for better or worse, I guess. <laughs> we will see. So, ah, uh, I guess that's it with the news. Uh, yeah, we, we don't, don't have really any have tournaments, any... right? Yeah, I mean, we talked about that before the show too, and it's pretty much just like, okay, like, uh, there's, there's qualifiers happening, <laughs> but in terms of like other big tournaments or anything else going on, uh, we don't know anything we haven't really even had announcement yet uh on anything else that's going on this year the master's tour stuff so hopefully yeah there, there's there's some uh there there's like a battlegrounds tournament coming up that starts this weekend that saliza is kind of spearheading but like as far as like standard ladder type tournament situations there's outside of the qualifiers there's really nothing uh nothing going on right now <laughs> there's a lot going on on ladder though <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy howdy is there some stuff going on on ladder sure is the ladder is um some people would describe it as fun, interesting. <laughs> I don't know if any of those people are on this podcast right now. <laughs> so let, let me do, let me just start by 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 saying that like I actually don't. I so I tweeted out yesterday that I am I'm frustrated that I I have had a absolutely terrible month when it comes to ladder i only hit diamond ranks so i'm at diamond nine right now and usually i'm well into diamond if not knocking on the door of legend by about this point in the month um i don't i don't hate the meta i i don't dislike the decks that are in the beta in the meta necessarily i think there's some really new and interesting things but man alive am i having difficulty actually getting results and, and i think we're we're that that was a sentiment that i think both of you kind of share i don't know so much about the how much you like the meta part of it but but it was one of those things where we've played lots of games and unlike previous months the results just aren't there right now. And so I think we wanted to have a little therapy session, a little discussion talking about, uh, you know, what has been happening so far in the, in, in our month on ladder, maybe what we've been playing, uh, some of the good times, some of the bad times, maybe what this then leads into as far as balance changes or things we want to see happening, uh, in the next week or two weeks or, 
uh, into the mini set that, that's going to be coming out presumably in February and uh, kind of just go from there because it it's it's difficult sometimes to like wrap your head around the fact that like if you have if you have success and are and are doing well and you do pretty well from month to month and then all of a sudden you just kind of hit this rough patch it it feels really bad and you like you i i don't know about you guys but i i forget that other people have these bad stretches as well and so hopefully us talking and commiserating and telling you how we are doing well, maybe if you're experiencing something similar, it'll hopefully make you feel better. And if you're not experiencing that, if you're doing great, then uh, yeah, kudos to you. You're doing, you are doing awesome because there is, <laughs> there is a lot going on out there. And, and I feel like, I feel like it is some of the toughest, I, I have been playing some of the toughest games of Hearthstone that I have played since like I very first started we're talking like way back in whispers of the old gods kind of thing when I had like I wasn't the whale that I am now with the regards to a card collection and could build whatever the heck I wanted so uh Dragon Rider do you want to do you want to tell us how you've been going because a lot of your experience has been televised on streams so people (laughs) have have gotten to see how this has gone for you Uh, for better or worse yeah yep that's uh (laughs) because yes it's been rough um oh man this is a lot to unpack here i i definitely relate to a lot of the things you said um i mean i've actually gotten to the point now i'm pretty consistently i've gotten day two legend um, but I'm typically actually around day four or five of the month, I'm hitting legend. And maybe if it's quote unquote, taking a while for me, it'll be like the seventh. What's now the 11th. And I have fallen back to rank four again, to diamond four, which is like for me and the point that I've been at, right. I'm, I'm sitting here going, okay, I suck at this game. I just can't get this. I don't understand. I must be failing. I uh, no. Okay, I got to stop that thinking, first of all, because that's all of this is in kind of what you were saying, Mage, is what I call getting stuck in your head. You're stuck in your own head. Mm-hmm. Then then you start to think, oh, I see these couple people who post they got legend or so and so got rank one or or hey, so and so is having a great month. And then you think, oh, I'm the only one who's struggling. All these other people can do it. Why can't I? And you just it loops in your own head. And that's why we figured, you know, if we are all feeling like this, we're probably not alone as well. A lot of you may be feeling like this as well. And it's okay. It's okay to feel like that sometimes. It's when you feel like that for a long period of time, maybe something needs to change, whether that's in the game or or something, you know, going on with you. And that's kind of where I want to talk about for myself is that I feel like it's a culmination of things for me. For one thing... I was enjoying the meta. I, I don't hate the meta right now, um, but I'm part of it is that I, I feel like I'm just, I'm not getting an understanding of it. Or like, as soon as I start to like, okay, cool, I'll play this deck. Then there's even just the slightest of changes in the meta. Whereas all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm seeing a slightly less amount of X deck. 
Did we? Okay, I see. I see. Doggos, doggos. Darren, give us give us some of your overall. Um, she's back. Yeah, I kind of figured it'd just be a second. So, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Dragon Rider. Uh, yeah. Well, it's um. So, even just some slight changes in the meta sometimes can really screw with you, especially if you're somebody who plays very frequently or plays a lot, right? Because then as soon as that thing changes, you're like, oh, well, now this isn't working. And then, you know, you, you just start to get frustrated with those slight changes or like like Mage was saying, that baseline where you feel like you should be, but you're not. And it leads to a couple of things. It's you're not maybe not managing your expectations of yourself and variance as well as you could. I know I've been struggling with that because, again, for for how I've been doing, I feel like, oh, I should already be legend. I shouldn't be struggling like this. Well, variance happens. I also have been kind of sick already this month a couple of times. You know, been feeling off. Uh, I'm feeling an immense pressure from myself mostly. But, you know, with like the new year kicking in this month, I'm like, okay, I want to do this and this and this and this. And I'm trying to, to do so many things that, my mind is like all over the place and I'm maybe not as focused in every game as I should be. And I've been playing a lot of decks. I think we were talking about that before we started recording too. Like, um, daring and I, like you've been playing a lot of decks. I was looking at my deck tracker. I've played 200 games already this month and I have played seven of the 10 classes already. And I'm like, that's a lot of switching. And that is something that's like a, a big piece of advice. If you're really trying to push legend one or maybe two decks you know you really got to kind of hone it in focus and especially if things are changing you know it's it's often a little bit better to stick with one thing and kind of really get a feel for it figure out the matchups maybe change a couple of cards as needed rather than just jumping from deck to deck to deck to deck to deck because (laughs) then you're not really learning the decks you know and, and you're also going to start to notice when you switch those decks a lot more things like, oh, of course, now I now I queue into the counter for the deck I just started playing. And then that just, again, that's like you're stuck in your head. Now you're looping that mentality when it's like, no, okay, that's just variance. If you had stuck with the same deck, you still would have ended up queuing into whatever deck B. But because you were switching so much, then you focus on it. You're like, oh, of course. And then it just leads into that tilt spiral. And it's just, it's a whole big thing. Uh, so I think for me, it's its not really the meta. It's that um, a combination of, you know, I'm a little bit distracted. I'm focusing on a lot of things. Uh, I'm not really managing my expectations of variance as well as I have in the past uh, and, and all of that. And there is a bit of negativity as well in the community, I think in terms of like rogue and needing nerfs and stuff. And, uh, that's, I don't know. I I think that's kind of weighing down on me as well. So when you start getting that, like the pressure that you're putting on yourself, the bit of negativity, uh, feeling like you're not doing as well as you quote unquote should be, uh, it just all compacts onto itself. And it's like, it's like you cram all that stuff, you know, those like uh, prank cans where there's these like scrunched snakes up things. Snakes in the cans. Yeah. yeah like can. you yeah. open the can and they all just fly everywhere. I-, I feel like for me, that's kind of 
where I'm at. And I, I, I will contribute a lot of that to, I think, why I've been struggling. And looking at... I didn't realize how many different decks I've actually played already this month until I looked at my stats right before we started recording. And it was like, I've played a lot of different stuff. And yeah, when I do that, of course I'm not going to climb. I'm way too scattered and focused and I'm not learning matchups. It's just not going to work as well. Yeah, it is... Uh can be rather intense. <laughs> Daring, where are you at this so far I, this month? How is your month on ladder gone? I mean, I, I'm at rank. Uh, I'm at rank two right now, and uh, just because that's where I'm at doesn't mean I'm having a great time. <laughs> um, I would say that uh, I don't know. I it's, it, it's things have just felt. Uh, not great this month and uh i don't know i it's it's been how do i put it it's just it's been it just hasn't felt good like i'm not i'm not normally like day four legend like dragon rider i'm not i'm not that caliber of a player but i am like I'm like today I'm around like between like the eighth and the tenth. I've been kind of hitting my legend, depending on you know, given a day or two. So I'm still within like my variant, but like I've just not been having a good time with it. Like there's just been certain decks that are just kind of like it it, it it's made me not feel good. It's made me not wanna play a whole lot. And then, like, I was watching Dragon Rider stream today, and, like, it's kind of like, I'm like, okay, so I'm not the only one like this. Like, it's like, I'm not the only one who's who's having this, this, and then I hear you talking about it. It's like, man, <laughs> is it just us, or there's something bigger going on here? But it's just, it's not one of those, like, I don't know. It just things haven't felt good, and I don't know if I can nor necessarily quantify it to one specific thing, but it certainly feels like all parts of the whole um, add up to something that just isn't good. And like, I'm not necessarily saying the game's bad, but I don't know. It's just something about it. Like right now is um, less than pleasurable, I guess. And uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just not feeling the meta. It feels tough. Like the weapon rogue is a problem that I don't like dealing with, and I, I feel like it just can kill you no matter what you do. And it's like extremely uninteractive. And then you have like the way out of left field RNG and like the potential. Like I mentioned, we talked about last week the fourteen sixteen worth of stats on turn three with rogue but like those gnolls for free and the double agents like those are all like really really powerful plays and then there's like pirate warrior um that just feels um like a very simple map to follow and it doesn't really feel good to lose against it um so i mean that's kind of where i'm at right now yeah, so I I was so I've played games with the with the I finally played some games with the Maestro Rogue, and those those were those were difficult. Those were really difficult, and I 
I I think that like that was I don't I don't know if that was where my problem started exactly, but like it's it's one of those things where I think you you had mentioned the games seem tough. I I feel like every game that I've won has been just this absolute nail biter down to the very last card. They still could potentially kill me, but I somehow squeak out a win. And every loss feels like I am literally just wailed on for four turns, and then I die on turn five. It it is it, and there's no like in between on that. And I and I know there actually is some in between on that, but it, it's 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 it feels like that has happened quite quite a bit. But like, you know, I. I try to play some when when I tried playing the the Maestro deck to try and learn it based on our discussion. I listened to some other podcasts. I've been watching Jay Alexander play it. I felt like it was something that I kind of had a handle on, and then and this this sucks because I've had these situations before where there's a deck that's popular, a deck that's good, deck that maybe isn't completely straightforward. That's got some nuance to it and that sort of thing. And when I try and pick it up, I just do not. I it just does not click. No matter no matter how much prep work I do before I start actually playing games with it, it just doesn't click. And so I switched to decks that I knew, things that I played a bunch before: Face Hunter, Librem Paladin, Quest Warrior, those sorts of things. Things that are a lot more straightforward that have paths to victory that I've played before and it felt like and it, and it just feels like those aren't aren't working for me anymore either so it's like what the heck happened but um that's and, how I've and been so, feeling too yeah it just it's like I and and I I none of those decks seem like they're bad for the meta and if I'm looking at like the vicious syndicate report or whatnot or HS replay they all seem like good decks for for where I'm at and that they have good matchups. It's just when I get in the games, it suddenly it suddenly just doesn't doesn't equate to situations where it feels like I you know I'm I'm doing the things I think I would normally do, but the the results just aren't there. So let me let me ask you, Dragon Rider, I, and I think this just because we all have them. What is your best beat story this month? Because I I have one that I. I uh, w- will share. Let me let me, uh, let me see because I I also have a tendency, uh, and I'm sure anybody that's listened to like Coin Concede, especially or like pretty much anything Ridiculous Hat does or Wicked Good, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna hear things on like recency bias. I've noticed I am, uh, I have a tendency towards recency bias, so. Uh, yeah, that's that's a big one for me. So I, I tend to just, you know, I have like a bad day and it might be, you know, a bad stream kind of thing in terms of w- results. And then I just think, oh, well, this this month has been terrible. And it's like, well, no, that was that was one day. <laughs> it's just the most recent day. So that's what I'm thinking of. Um, so I'm probably going to end up pulling up one from today to talk about. <laughs> but uh, OK. I had a game against I was I was thinking it was going to be Quest Shaman but it ended up being the it was like a freeze 
a free shaman. Okay. okay which is kind of weird, I-, I feel like, honestly, because it was just, like, straight-up freeze. It wasn't, it wasn't running, well, I guess, actually, they did have the, they must not have drawn it. I was going to say, I-, I didn't think it was the Bulner OTK, but now looking at the replay, I guess they did have it, but they never even drew that stuff. Like, they never played the Medics or Dunk Tanks or Yasiraj. They just played free stuff. And then they ended up getting to eat something with muteness. And they got to, like, and it was just, like, three or four turns of freezing. And it just felt terrible. And it was, like, they literally just played all of their top deck cards. And they had four, five cards that just sat in their hand. And so they just kept top decking, top decking, top decking. And it was like, are you freaking kidding me? And the, I was playing uh, Beast Druid. And I'm playing the Orange's Beast Druid. So, you know, it's it's got a lot of board refill. It's got all this stuff. And then even when I was like, okay, I have had these boards. I've gotten through these freezes. And then they had a way to clear the board and I just couldn't come back. And it was just, it felt so bad. Cause it's like, they had like five cards in their hand that they just didn't touch. And they just <laughs> kept drawing exactly what they needed. Yeah. And that was like, on top of everything else that I've already been feeling, I had that game today and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. That's it. So there's, there's my bad beat story. Daring, what about you? Do you have a uh, bad beat story that you would like to share? Yeah, I mean, so I was playing um, Big Priest. So, you know, like the Resurrection package, everything costs more than four because you're running Vandir. And um, I queue into a rogue. Um as it, they're actually not, they're not disguised. It's just a rogue, so it's like okay, this is going to be poison rogue. So I was able to coin out, um, uh, what do you call him on uh, Vander on three? So like pretty much, I had one minion in my hand, and I was still able to. I was able to coin him out on turn three. Um, so I just kept reloading 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 putting putting all this pressure on the board and um the game was getting late it was like okay well i'm at right now i think i was at like 48 life if i remember correctly and then it's just like oh no this is a rogue what what am i thinking and i'm just like it turned 10 after being scabbed on seven and and or it was turn eight. Yeah, it was like scabs and like they'd been trading the cutlass the entire game. So it's like literally watched him do like 50 some damage to me in like a single turn. And it's like, well, that was fun. That was um, very interactive. And just like it was just like I thought I had enough uh, life and armor to push through, you know, so they could not get through that. But oh boy, howdy, was I wrong. I was. 100 percent uh incorrect on that assumption <laughs> so like that was that's been my bad beat story of the month i also i had another time where i was playing maestro rogue and they generated like three different the priest one four death rattle and they just stole my entire board and and 
killed me with it. I was like, ah, you love to see it. You love to see it. <laughs> what about ma- you, Mage? I, what, so your I, had, I, I had a weapon rogue that I was going up against with, like, um, with, with Quest Warrior. And I was pummeling the 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 rogue pretty good got the first cloak of shadows down i was i think at about i don't know 15 or so health left and it was like turn six or something and and i had um my i had the opponent under 10 and they did the cloak cloak of shadows the previous turn so like they literally had to on their next turn figure out either a way to kill me or like clear most of if not all the board and they like wicked stabbed me and used their weapon and secret passaged found the second wicked stab secret passaged a third time you know the second time because they got it from the first secret passage. They had one mana left. And they found the uh, Sinister Strike. Which ended up being lethal damage. So like they had no way of killing me in hand. But between the two secret passages. They were able to find just enough damage. To be able to kill me. So that was that was probably the worst beat. Because I'm like. If they have to secret passage a second time. And they only have one mana left. There's literally only one card that that would do it, and it's Sinister Strike, and they they found it. So that that was my worst worst beat story. Do either of you have a good like best win story or, or something a game that you're really proud of that uh, that that is supposed to counterbalance all of, you know the bad beats that that maybe we've had so far this month. I could go really quickly hitting someone with like yeah. a forty-five, forty-five uh, uh, Narzamu Bloodweaver <laughs> playing Miracle Priest. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've done That's that. It. That probably felt pretty good. Yeah, I mean, when that deck goes off, there is something very satisfying to be looking at a card, a hand of like forty mana worth of cards that cost zero. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's been my fun fun point of the month. Grand Raider, you have a good win story? Yeah, I I was playing Face Hunter, and I actually got to beat a rogue. Okay, they were disguised as a priest, but they had, uh, let's see, I got through one null, two double agents, uh, they ended up having um, the mountain bear, off of the reconnaissance and they played a Mr. Smite, (laughs) but I was actually able to um, do a lot of damage mid game. It wasn't even early game. It was all like turn three to six really that I set up damage. And then I was able to draw spells and kill them over the top of the mountain bear to close out the game. But it's like, how did I win that game? Because they had like all of the, you know, quote unquote, like good cards and a taunt and, and Mr. Smite hit me in the face and everything. So 
uh, that felt, and I didn't have anything to play on like the first two turns. So that one was, that one was a really good feeling game. I had one of the games when I was trying to learn Maester Rogue, I, I went up against a mage that turned out to be a mirror match, another Maester Rogue. I had a secret passage on, I, I tr didn't do anything on turn one because I didn't end up with a tradable card or, or a secret passage on turn one. I secret passage on turn two looking for something good. Missed on the Knolls, missed on double agents, didn't basically got nothing, right? But unmasked myself. Uh, opponent didn't really do anything again. I think they just hero powered. Turn three, I secret passaged for the second time, but actually found um, Maestra, a Wand Thief, and a Zero Mana Knoll, and was able to play that off the second secret passage. And from there, I just sort of did, you know, they tried to chip away at my board. I got to play another Knoll on on turn four and cleared their double agents. They played on three, uh, picked up a Steward of Scrolls to, to play on turn five and basically just kept them off the board. And then on, on uh, turn seven, they were not able to completely clear my board and I was able to go double wicked stab Garrot plus the wep the minion on board to, to kill my opponent. I basically just dictated the game start to finish. I was like, this is how this deck plays, and I actually was <laughs> able to get it to do it once. But it, awesome. I, I, w I, was, I was proud of that game. So. Um, so do we think there needs to be changes? Are, are, are there problematic cards that are in the meta right now that, that, that you think need to be, need to be addressed? Uh, to not necessarily improve our feeling on of of ladder, but just kind of in general, um, there's definitely a lot of discussion about balance changes right now. Um, we we kind of briefly talked about it before the show started. I kind of feel like um, <laughs> there's an issue with uh, guild trader. It just like as time has gone on that card has been in a lot of decks that have been nerfed <laughs> and that card itself has not been and i'm like is there an issue with this card and as time has kind of gone on i'm starting to think the answer to that is yes like i think that um it just it's a card that does a very specific thing that like you only want in your hand when you want it, but and a lot of the decks that like abuse it and then all of a sudden that's the case, then it's like, okay, well I'll just trade it. You know, it's not in your hand until you absolutely want it to be in your hand. Like it's not a dead card in your hand. It's not like an old combo piece that's like sitting around and you're looking for a combo finish because that's what that's what weapon rogue does is a combo finish you it doesn't kill you with the weapon it kills you it doesn't even matter if you're at 30 health there's a good chance they can still kill you from 30 on turn 8 because of guild trader 
And like, I'm like, if it's enabling that kind of stuff, I think, and it had been, you know, essential to, um, you know, OTK Demon Hunter and, you know, some other problematic decks in the past. And it's just like, I'm like, I think there's something wrong with that card that needs to be looked at. Lane Rider, what about you? Yeah, that's it's a really interesting one. Um, that's one I hadn't heard a lot of people say, but like the more you talk about it, it's like, yeah, that actually kind of makes a lot of sense. Um, I know for me, I, I've seen a lot, but uh, I've seen a lot of talk about it, but Rogue, like there's just something in Rogue for me because, and, and I don't know what it is exactly, but when you have multiple Rogue archetypes that are all very good, then it feels like, okay, there's, there's something I just, I personally, I can't put my finger on exactly what it is because like Maestro Rogue is really good, but it's not playing guild traders, right? <laughs> like, I, I don't know if it's just the, the fact that there is tradable in all of these decks and a lot of draw. I don't know if it's the draw itself, if it's, uh, maybe scabs need to be bumped up some mana or. I don't, I don't know, but I think scabs you know needs I... to be bumped up, man. I think that's a good, yeah. really good point too. Him on yeah. seven, was it vanish six mana back it, in the day? It yeah. was. It well, uh, was. I it, think so, right? <laughs> I We're gonna think, find out, but yeah, yeah. It's like I, I don't know. You know, you anybody that's listened to this show and. And the two of you, you know how I feel about draw. I like yeah, draw yeah. as a mechanic in the game, but when draw starts to become too good, it just allows for way too many things. And I think that's the base level for me where a lot of decks, like, I'm not saying don't have draw. I'm not saying, no, get rid of all draw in the game. No, I like draw, but you compare something like, hey, I'm paying three mana to get a small body and maybe two draws versus these really kind of ridiculous things that you can do with some of the draw. Mage should not be paying zero mana to draw eight cards. Okay, they've played some other things to get to that point, but no. I mean, uh, how many times has Secret Passage been nerfed and it still feels really good? Um, I mean, just you know, just like, once, but it still feels really powerful. It went from five card drawing five cards to drawing four cards. I, I think yeah. even if they nerfed it again, it would still be good. Like if they even bumped it to three cards, I think it would still be used. It would still be good. It would still see play. And it's I don't know. So I, I think for me, like just the efficiency the decks are able to get through their whole deck or find those things makes them way more consistent than what we've had in the past. And I think for me, that's where a lot of feeling comes from because the other decks, they're still at that same kind of level of like, they might have a big swing turn or they might be able to do some big stuff, but it's when you pair that being able to have those big swing turns or be able to do those big things with very efficient card draw. That's when it starts to toe the line for me. So I, I don't know. Maybe I think that's the direction. Maybe it's a tradable thing. Maybe it's maybe passage needs nerfed again. I just don't know. 
I mean, just look at Weapon Rogue. Weapon Rogue, like the default, de- like the standard, like poison, not like Maestra version, because there's a version out there with Maestra in there too. But like the standard version, it's running Rustrot Viper and um, Guild Trader. It's literally running two two minions and it's wrecking people. It's weapons. Poisons, damage, and card draw. I don't understand, like, how much, like... I've literally seen someone draw 11 cards in a single turn with the Weapon Rogue. Like, not even... Like, the only deck I've seen draw that that much is, uh... uh what do you call it? Uh, Mazaki Mage. And a lot of time they overdraw if they do that much. You know? It's it's um, ridiculous how much you can draw. And just like you said, the efficiency. Cutting class. Like, cutting class is two card for free because you're going to have a giant weapon and hit them in the face anyways. Like, it's just the, the draw, man. The, the, the fact that that deck is pretty much all draw, concealment, and uh, scabs. It's just kind of like, uh, this feels really, really bad to play against. So I, I definitely think there are some problematic cards that are in the meta right now. And, and some of them, I, I think, uh, probably should get addressed. I think that, I think that Encanter's Flow is still way too powerful. I think that I think scabs we we pinpointed it right from day one that that card was really powerful. It probably needs to to be to be um, more expensive than it is. Probably eight mana. Uh, Cloak of Shadows is just like Timeout, just like yep. Ice Block. It is yep. really, really, really a feels bad experience, and the fact that. There is enough card draw that you can, as a rogue, pretty consistently find both of those combined with the scabs, um, be able to lock your opponent out for multiple turns. I even think the Snowfall Guardian still feels really bad. I had a, I remember having a game just recently where Guardian came down on six, Parrot came down on seven, Parrot came down on eight. I didn't get to play for three turns. They finally played another minion um the circus medic and i'm like awesome now i can scabs because now the freaking parrots aren't going to be freezing my board every turn oh well they top decked a guardian so they got to do guardian parrot parrot right after it again so it's just it's like no so i i i the the card draw thing that you bring up dragon rider is a little difficult for me because i really want classes to have card draw and have decent card draw options because i feel like classes that don't have card draw options suddenly just end up never seeing seeing viability on the ladder or in tournaments or anything like that because you just need card draw to be able to do things it gives you more options on on a turn that sort of thing and and like i think about things like hunter and stuff when when they've notoriously not had card draw how difficult it is to be able to play them at any at any sort of high high rank and stuff and so 
I, I want there to be I want there to be card draw for classes. I just I I don't know where the tipping point is from being enough to being too much, and and may, maybe we're at that point. I'm not sure, but I I I think I think that there are. I think that there are cards that aren't card draw cards that I'd like to see get addressed with any sort of balance change that's coming, and it's the stuff that that really feels bad to to have happen to you as as an opponent. And and I'm not saying that you can't have powerful cards. I'm saying that powerful cards, really powerful cards that make your opponent feel bad, probably are should be looked at to see if there's something there. And I think with scabs, I think with Encanter's Flow, I even think with something like Mozaki, I, I think th those are cards that I think feel bad and possibly should be adjusted as a result of it. Yeah. There's, a, I feel like there's a lot of different feels bad mechanics. Um, more so than I can remember in a while. And, and I honestly could, that could just be my bias right now that could, yeah. I, I will 100% like uh recency bias. Like you mentioned earlier, dragon, like it, that feels like it could 100% just be that, but it, I mean, it doesn't make me feel any better right now though. I will say no. that. So right. the, by the way, the knolls should probably be adjusted as well yeah. in some, yeah. in some capacity, either the cost or the size of the body should get addressed in it. Because again, we get back to stuff that isn't free that can be made very easily to f cost zero mana ends up being problematic and big and and null is another example of that that that's not a card that costs zero it is a card that costs five that you can make zero cost zero pretty easily yeah it is uh yeah. So, so what key, what's gonna keep you going over the next couple of weeks? What are you looking forward to? That that maybe you're kind of it's it's helping you keep hitting the play button, or it, it's some. Well, what? I, I guess I'm I'm assuming you both are gonna keep playing. I'm going to keep playing yeah. as well. Yeah. And so, what 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 are you looking forward to? What 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 is gonna keep you hitting the play button? um for the for the next few days till we hear about balance changes or something like that dragon rider first um <laughs> partly joking i don't know what else to do because <laughs> 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 like anybody that's watched my streams even you've seen i i'll have to like oh i'll say I need to go get more coffee. And then before I know it, it's like turn three in the next game. And I'm like, Oh wait, I was going to go after that last game and go get more coffee. Like I just keep hitting the play button. Um, no, but uh, you know, in, in more seriousness, I, had, I just have the drive because it's like, we've talked about how I have been legend so many times, you know, I I'm used to hitting it, that kind of thing. Like, for me at this point, it's like, okay, I, I'm just trying to recognize that this is this is just a down point. It's going to happen. And I know on the other side of this, there's going to be, you know, maybe next month, because this has happened, 
or I've had like a really tough month. And then all of a sudden the next month, uh, I had my best month ever. Well, okay. Like, you know, there's, there's going to be some good stuff on the other side. I just have to like get through this kind of, uh, you know, get out of the trenches right now that I'm in. And once I climb out of these trenches, like it'll, it'll be okay. It'll be good. It'll, it'll be back to, um, feeling better about myself, feeling better. Um, maybe that's going to happen when, when some nerfs go through, um, maybe they've talked about or keep alluding to it's like, Hey, we're not putting this patch out yet because they're setting up for something else that's going to be happening with the next thing. So, you know, that's kind of exciting. Um, you know, thinking about, Hey, there's so much still that's going to happen over this year. Even the next expansion that we're going to have in a couple months, like we're going to have the whole rotation. So like Librams and stuff that some of those kind of things drive me crazy. Those are going to be leaving, you know, there's, there's going to be some exciting stuff. So I'm, I'm just looking forward to that. And, you know, even though I, I might feel a little down, um, I, I don't want to stop playing or doing content. So that's kind of what keeps me going. For, for me, like I was playing some battlegrounds today, you know, I was, um, I've got a new PC, so I, I've been playing some other games. Like, I feel like just taking a, a little bit of a break here and there and just realizing this isn't a permanent meta and this is nowhere near as bad as it was in the Doom in the Tomb, which I will keep referencing <laughs> oh until God, the end I of time. About that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Don't, don't, because then that's no. your, that's your like, that's the low water point. <laughs> <laughs> like, it could always be worse. But like, yeah, I, I it, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just kind of like, I'm just looking forward to the balance changes and seeing what the, the meta shifts. And then I guess in, in the longer term, you know, the mini set, like and see what's coming in the in the mini set for Fracture and Altaric Valley. Also, I'm looking forward to my diamond Vandar. That's going to be pretty cool, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be sweet. Yeah, we all get diamond great. Vandars. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> just had to get working in there one more time before we ended it uh but yeah what about you mage what are you I, looking forward to so i i feel like if i i'm gonna figure this out i feel like there's going to be a light that's gonna come on or i'm gonna find a deck that suddenly starts to click a little bit more Maybe the maybe it'll be as a result of some balance changes. I don't know, but I feel like if I keep trying, if I keep putting putting in and trying to do the best I can each game, I feel like eventually things are going to turn around. Eventually, I'm not going to have a sub fifty percent win rate this month. You know that sort of thing, and and uh, you know I'm trying not. I'm trying to take breaks when I have long strings of losses and playing battlegrounds i got up over 6600 so i'm pretty happy Ooh. about that and yes. and um so i it's one of those things where i i'm just kind of playing all the modes and stuff and and actually the other thing that's really driving me is trying to push through this rewards track i really want to get some of those level 100 uh portraits and get another get another you know of those special uh you've completed the the 200 um, levels yeah 200 ranks well the yeah. the 200 levels plus the you've hit level 100 oh, on the rewards track yeah, in addition yeah. to the tavern pass ones 
which one of these do you want? Oh, yeah, 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 those. Yep. Those. So, so worrying, you know, just looking forward to that, looking, you know, knowing that we've got more new cards with a mini set coming in a, in a few weeks. I think, I think I'm just, I'm going to be able to just keep hitting the button and, and, and knowing also that my rank is not a definition of how good a player I am. And so if, Heaven forbid, I say this, heaven forbid, if I were to not get Legend this month, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I, I should just have fun, cool. play the game, and <laughs> and and that's that's how this should this is that's how the mindset I should have. And yes. so don't yes. put any any more undue pressure on myself. So that's what I'm going how I'm going to try and approach things for the rest of the month. So any any last thoughts or should I move into this week's poll question? Poll question. All right. So we we talked about our month on ladder. So we want to know from you, how has your month on ladder gone so far? Is it better than usual? Is it about the same as it always is? Or it has has it been a little worse than usual? Kind of kind of like I feel like most of us would probably say so vote let us know how how your month is going and we will share the results on next week's show speaking of the show you can find us on twitter at dr 3 hs follow our top pin tweet to join the dr 3 discord and you can join us uh or you can email us at dr 3 hs at gmail.com uh, you can find myself on Twitter and Twitch at Daring Alkaline. Dragon Rider, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D A W N I E D K. Uh, Twitch and my Hearthstone YouTube, Dragon Rider DK. And definitely would love, I'm really trying to build up uh, my newest YouTube called Dawning Growth. Uh, I'm sharing a lot of my experiences and tips and things on creating content so i'm trying to cover a lot of things like podcasting uh streaming doing videos uh just all of that so definitely would love to have you check that out and share you know what kinds of things that all of you would like to get from that as well um i've been doing a lot of this for years and years now so i'm trying to share a lot of that uh and then other than that you can find me also talking about mercenaries over at the spirit healer podcast awesome and mage take us home sure you can find me talking about hearthstone and and all those all the game modes and different things like that as well as D D and other games i'm playing like i started it takes two with my lovely wife this last weekend we had a lot of fun uh playing that and so yeah we're gonna probably be playing that again this weekend so i'm looking forward to that and also started a new uh podcast on the marvel character moon knight we released our second episode today uh i think it was a vast improvement over our first episode we'd love it if you are into comic books if you're into marvel if you're into superheroes uh we kind of go through and we're going to read every single issue that Moon Knight has ever been in, which is close to 400 uh, comic books over the next few months. And we're going to tell you all about him. 
as as we get ready for a Disney Plus show that uh, is going to premiere the character later on this year. So uh, if you're into that sort of thing, please check us out on Twitter. We are at Phases of MK. Also, if you think 400 comic books uh, sounds like a lot, like Spider-Man's been in thousands, if not <laughs> yeah, tens of yeah, thousands. That's, that's, uh, so, yeah, so that's, Moon, that's a drop in the proverbial dump. Exactly. Bucket, Moon Knight is a, uh, is, is a shorter history with less writing to the character. So if it sounds like a lot, it's relatively not in the world of comic books, and they're doing mm-hmm. a good job breaking it down. So... Um, all right, guys, thank you as always for listening and tuning in. And you've been listening to Dr. Three.